Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Let's check out the latest in college football with the Orlando Sentinels, Matt Marshall. Catch Matt on Twitter at OS Matt Marshall. All right, uh, Matt set for week one of uh, college football. We got a lot of things uh, to get to. Matt, welcome. Good morning. Let me start first. I know you were communicating with the Kent State people yesterday. Everyone monitoring uh, the storm, but at the moment, there seems to be no plans uh, changing for them to come down for the game on Thursday. No, not not at this point. Um, I spoke to them late last night to double check again, and uh, they only told me they're, they're, everything seems to be on course. You know, their their plan is to leave campus tomorrow afternoon to get on a plane to fly down here and they've been in constant communication with UCF uh, officials and you know obviously monitoring the weather and if something were to change or or they felt like they couldn't get down here you know or in a safe way they would they would obviously uh, change their plans but it it looks like at this point because the storm has kind of moved north a little bit more that they're they feel like they're going to be able to to get down here okay which is a which is a good sign UCF has said the same sort of thing as well so uh it, we just keep our fingers crossed over the next uh, 24, 48 hours. We'll get to the game in just a little bit. I want to get your thoughts. Uh, there was a scheduled uh, call with presidents in the ACC last night that got postponed because of the situation at North Carolina. Uh, I guess they may get back on a call. What do you know the latest of the ACC and what may happen with expansion in the next 24 to 72 hours? Yeah, I think, you know, obviously they, they, you know, because of the situation in North Carolina last night, uh, yesterday, you know, they felt like it was, wasn't prudent to obviously do the call. Um, I think they're they're going to try to move forward. I think this is something that Jim Phillips has talked about. They feel like this is the best option for them. That's going to help provide a little additional, you know, uh, revenue boost for the for the league itself. Maybe expand, you know, the league's profile going to coast to coast. Um, you know, this is like kind of their last ditch effort. They've been trying to pull, you know do a lot of uh, politicizing and trying to get you know some of their um, constituents to kind of you know flip their votes to make sure they get enough votes to get you know the, those uh, those teams in. But uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, again, this just shows you how crazy this realignment situation has become because, I mean, whoever would have thought at the beginning of the year that, you know, we'd be talking about Stanford and Cal possibly joining an SMU, possibly joining an ACC. Um, I think people would have laughed at that notion. And now it looks like it's, it's very possible it could happen in the next couple of days. All right. We had a week zero slate, maybe not the greatest lineup of games, but uh, tell me what Matt Michelle, outside of your fighting average of Notre Dame beating Navy, what, what, what stood out to you of week zero? I think what stood out to me was, you know, I mean, you know, look at USC. We talked about this last week. We knew Caleb Williams was going to be outstanding. He was going to put up big numbers. But as I mentioned to you, you know, Mike, one of the things I was looking at this game about was the defense, you know, and you look at, Alex Grinch, USC's defensive coordinator, is kind of a little bit on the hot seat. And I've always felt like USC is really not going to have a legitimate chance to play for a you know, college football playoff unless their defense gets better. And it was a little suspect against you know San Jose State. At one point, it it was uh, you know twenty-one to fourteen. You know, what I mean, and I, I don't think that this USC team is way too talented to to be in that close game for for San Jose State. Um, but they did find a way to pull away and get the big win. So um, that was something I had on my mind. Uh, I thought it was impressive um, the job that you know that uh, San Diego State did with Ohio. Obviously, if Ohio quarterback doesn't get hurt, you know I, I don't know if that game would have been a little bit different. 
Um, and then Vanderbilt. You know, Vanderbilt needed this win. I know it's against Hawaii; they were favored against them, but you know, Vandy really needed to get a solid win to start things off for the season. You know, they they realized that they've got a they've got an opportunity to continue to, to grow as a partner by the Clark Land. I think this was the first uh, good first step for them. Matt, can you explain something to me? You follow college football closely. Grayson James, the FIU quarterback, and their loss to Louisiana Tech was five of fourteen for four yards. <laughs> that's, that's, How do you complete five passes for four yards, Matt? Sack yardage is not subtracted in college football from passing yards. How's that possible? Go. <laughs> I know that's one of those ones where I'm, I'm, you're, you're just thinking to yourself, man. This, this was not the kind of stat line that Grace and James probably wants to put in his scrapbook. You know, when you're looking at it, and an unfortunate way to start things. Obviously, it looks you know Florida FIU's strength really is going to be running the football, and and uh, they didn't do a um, you know, I, I think the passing game was, was nowhere near where it needs to be. This is a program that's really going to take a long time to grow, and it's going to, it's going to be a little bit under Mike McIntyre. Um, I, I think this is going to be the big challenge for them, and you know, hopefully they get a little bit more improvement when you look at um, the situation. And Hank Backmire, let's talk about the Louisiana Tech quarterback, former Boise State quarterback, had a strong showing, obviously, in this game. I mean, 34 for 44 uh, for 333. I mean, great performance for him, and obviously he's moved on to somewhere else new. All right, let's get to uh, our slate for week uh, uh, one. Let's start. Gators go out. They leave today to go to Dallas, the Utah game on Thursday. Uh, Cam Rising is on the depth chart as a starting quarterback for Utah, coming back from an ACL that, you know, we're not 10, 11 months, but uh, I guess it's curious if he'll play. If not, it could be a third stringer here. So so how intriguing now is the Florida-Utah game? Well, that that definitely makes it intriguing. I mean, I think, think, you know, Cam Rising's in that game. He's one of those kind of – difference makers you know a guy who can really you know throw the football around he's, he's a gritty quarterback i know we use that a lot but he's a guy that definitely can keep that you know utah offense moving forward so um i think it'd be important if he's in that game if not i think utah is going to kind of mix it up a little bit they're obviously going to want to run the football they're going to do everything they, they possibly can to uh you know to, to kind of mix things up a little bit i think their defense is going to be uh, key as well um, this is going to be a difficult challenge for Florida. I mean, again, Utah's an up-and-coming program. Kyle Whittingham's done a great job with them. Uh, and, you know, going on the road, playing at Utah is a tough place to play. Rice-Eccles Stadium is not It's not going to be easy. And, you know, if you're, if you're Florida, you know, you've got a new quarterback and Everts. You've got some players who are out with injury. Uh, you've got young players in. This is all about kind of sustaining momentum. They've got to get, they've got to get some momentum. They've got to create some turnovers, and they've got to find a way to get the crowd out of this game because it's going to be a pretty lively group. Um, UCF, Kent State. This is a massive roster overhaul to Kent State. A new coach, 11 new starters on offense. It's uh, who's who. Um, for the Knights, what will you be interested in on Thursday? Well, I want to see if, if UCF can take care of business. I mean, they're, they're a 37-point favorite in this game. There's a lot of talk about, you know, getting – there's people already on social media asking which st- which backups are going to get in, which freshmen we're going to see. I want to see UCF go out there and be efficient. You know, they they don't want to turn the football over. You know, they they want to make sure they run the ball, but they're also going to you know, debut this new offense under Darren Henshaw, which wants to you know push the ball downfield. So you want to see some of that growth from John Rice Plumley. He talked a little bit about that yesterday. That he feels like he's improved a lot when it comes to his footwork and his pocket presence. So I want to see that. I want to see this running backs group. R.J. Harvey is going to be the main guy, but, you know, they've got four other guys who are listed as or on the depth chart, you know, so you want to see how they kind of use this this running backs group. Uh, the offensive line is obviously a big question mark. You know, you've got uh, some transfers coming in, and Bula Schmidt 
Drake Metcalf, uh, Marcellus Marshall, all three of those guys are going to be starting. How they can handle things. And then it's defense. You know, we've been hearing about it all fall camp. You know, they want to be aggressive. They want to stop the run. They want to create turnovers. They want to be able to get to the quarterback. Listen, this Kent State offensive line has only had has only had four uh, career starts under its belt, and they're a bunch of new guys. I think this is a perfect opportunity for UCF's defensive line to get at the quarterback and try to make you know some, some make some uh, disruptive plays and also create some turnovers. So really, I'm looking for that once they if they build up a lead and get time, then time to see some of these. The, the backups and some of the younger guys that maybe we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. All right, uh, it, it, it's the game of the weekend on paper, no question. The uh, LSU Florida State game. Both teams, I think, are so different than uh, a year ago that you have a better idea about who they are with established stars on both sides of the ball. LSU's missing one defensive player, obviously. Um, what's your thoughts, and, and and who's got an edge here? Well, I think for, for Florida State, for me, it, it's about how can they, you know, they know what they did last year. I think last year's game, they got to put out of their mind. I, don't, I think that was kind of a little bit of a fluke, and I don't mean the fact that they won the game, but just how things went. I think Jaden Daniels is, is a talented quarterback in LSU. I think Florida State's got to get to him early on. They've got to apply pressure. Jared Verse is going to get a lot of attention. He's going to get double teamed a lot. But they got other guys that they need to step up and get to Jaden Daniels. They need to contain him because when he gets sacked and he gets great turnovers, that's going to open the door for Florida State to get some points. I think on the flip side of that, Florida State's got to take care of uh, Harold Perkins Jr., the talented linebacker for the Tigers. He was a guy last year towards the end of the year, was really one of the top up-and-coming defensive players, very disruptive. They've got to get Jordan Travis out in the open. They've got to be able to give, have him time to be able to get the ball to some of those talented playmakers they brought in, Keon Coleman, you know Johnny Wilson, you know um, Trey Benson. They've got to get those guys open. So I like the edge to Florida State because I think they've got a little more experience. I think they come in here with a big crowd. I think it's going to be a big home field crowd for them. Um, I think they'll be able to pull out a win. But it's going to be a tough challenge for them because, again, this is an LSU team. There's a lot of expectations on They feel like they can make that push again, win the West, and, and, and maybe get into the SEC championship game. But, you know, again, Florida State feels like this is an opportunity to make a big statement in this game. Uh, check out Matt on Twitter at OS Matt Michelle. Uh, he'll be there Thursday night for the UCF Kent State game and following everything of a very busy weekend as uh, college football week one uh, kicks off in just a couple of days. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot. Take care. Um, wow. Brooks Kepka was a pick to the Ryder Cup team by Zach Johnson. Hmm. That's oh. an interesting player's room. Um, wow. Uh, yes, Captain Picks made today for the Ryder Cup and Brooks Kepka. From Live Golf will join uh, the U.S. Uh, team. Reminder tonight at seven o'clock it'll be UCF Night Talk Live. We are at the Mellow Mushroom location, the corner of Colonial and Alafaya. That's our new location for this show of uh, the season. At seven o'clock, Gus Malzahn will be there. Scheduled guests include Akai Baule, the big offensive lineman, and Ricky Barber, the defensive tackle, uh, will be out there. Second half of the show, come on by, grab some great food, hang out with us. We'll talk some UCF football. If you can't make it, you can listen right here on this station and, of course, on the iHeart app and Thursday night coverage. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.